How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Millions of our nation's veterans deal with PTSD every day. VA's PTSD consultation program is easy to use and here to help you treat these veterans. Providers like you can access free consultation with expert clinicians, free continuing education, and free resources to help you assess and treat veterans. To learn more, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. When I grow up, I do not want to be like Bailey and Curly. No way. I have higher standards than that. They make me laugh, at the same time, scare the shit out of me. What will they say next? Welcome to the roller coaster world of Bailey and Curly, unfiltered. While this voice may be artificial, the unfiltered musings from our hosts certainly are not. Make yourself comfortable, grab a drink, and let's get unfiltered. Here's your hosts, Bailey and Curly. Welcome, it's Bailey and Curly, unfiltered, and we, believe it or not, Bales, have made it to episode... 10. We have. How are you, Curly? <laughs> hey, I'm really good. And you? I'm really good, man. I'm really good. You've um, you uh, just talking a little bit off air and you've had a bit of a, uh, a good a little trip outside of the state of Victoria. Left Victoria. It's funny you say off air because when I listen back to this podcast, I think, fuck, did I say that on the podcast or off the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I've just finally left Victoria um, to see mum and dad and my sister. Yeah. Was, uh, I'm still digesting it. I it just, just it was so surreal. Like, like I left Monday after work, got back last night, and then you know back to work today because you know we're back to work full time now as well. Yeah. So, which is which is great, but. Yeah, man, I'm on cloud nine. Like, just seeing the family, it was just so surreal, man. It was such an emotional moment. Like, oh, would have been. If you've seen, like, you know, the news or anything when people meet at the airport for the first time, it's pretty much exactly like that, man. Like, I I pulled up and my mind was, like, out of the car already. I just seatbelt off and just... Gone. Yeah, it, was, it was... I was gone. It was, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was pretty surreal, and now it feels like it's crazy because when we started this podcast, man, this is literally the only thing I had to do was this podcast. Yep. I'd wait out for it. I'd literally had nothing that was on. Everything was shut, and now it's good to. I hate using the word busy, but it's good to be busy again. And yeah, to you know, even like I'm now behind in the TV shows I watch. Like it's just, it's good. It's a good feeling again. <laughs> <laughs> to, to always, you know, have something to catch up on, and yeah, it's just been go go go, which is awesome. So, so that's obviously my challenge as well, because I've been binging far too much on TV shows, and uh, yeah. I, I always like to have something going in the background while I'm doing work, yeah. and um, it's just been uh, very distracting 
but um, <laughs> I, I, I can certainly understand how you feel. It's so easy to get sucked into going through a binge on some of those programs. So Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's South Australia like, mate? Oh, mate, well... <laughs> Has it changed much? Well, to be honest, I really didn't want to come back here. Not Obviously, my family, after not seeing them for so long, but we're the only state wearing masks in Victoria. Like, you go there, I, it's, a, it's a whole different fucking world. Yeah, I... Um... I had that in my little notes here. Masks in Melbourne still. I mean, you've only gone... Oh, is it July. 60 days now? 60 days? No, it's not 60 days. It must it's, be up to 40. Around yeah, 40 you've, you've, got, you've had a shitload of days without any COVID community cases. Yeah. And Dan's still got you wearing masks. Oh, it's just... Uh, my opinion is it's, it's just fucking it's just a dick tease he's just dragging it along for no fucking reason because not that I've kept up with what's going on but you know here in Melbourne I think they've opened up nightclubs as of Monday yeah where South Australia <laughs> their nightclubs aren't open yet so if we're I'm going to use if we're in front of another state in terms of opening up why the fuck are we still wearing masks yeah you know, I it you tend to think it's still all about control. You know, he's um he's got control. He doesn't want to un un well, he doesn't want to lose that. I would suggest. So, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't I don't get over. I don't understand why you're wearing masks. Um, we haven't worn masks here in Queensland at any stage. I mean, it was recommended. It was encouraged, but. Man, it was never enforced. It was never like a, a, a police state law that you've got to wear masks. No, and I think we've been wearing them since July, I think it came in to be mandatory. Yeah. So here we are five months later and a couple of weeks ago, you know, he said, you know, you don't have to wear them outside anymore. And then Sunday he announced, it's a fucking like, you, I can understand why people get confused because... yeah. There's such a fuck around with it. Like, he announced that you don't have to wear masks unless you're in a shopping centre at, like, Woolworths, Coles, Kmart, JB Hi-Fi, Bunnings, places, yeah. with, places with with QR codes. <coughs> now, we're, mm. so, we're so new here to QR codes because everything, <laughs> was, because everything was shut while the rest of the world... Yeah. Was, or, or, the rest of the country... While we all got our shit together, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm, I'm assuming QR codes are all up there as well. But... Well, some businesses still use pen and paper, and, and that does my head in because, you know, you're looking at the people who've signed in before you and there's Mickey Mouse and there's Donald Duck and, you know... There's, <laughs> there's an idea. <laughs> there's all sorts of bloody shit going on with pen and paper. But, I mean, the privacy concerns, I mean, who's in control of that pen and paper, for starters, because... Usually there isn't a staff member there. Um, QR codes are more efficient. They're more effective. And a lot of vendors are putting them out, um, those COVID places, uh, those COVID apps, for free. So yeah. I don't understand why businesses aren't embracing the digital. But, you know, if a, if a business is sitting here with pen and paper, it probably tells me more about the business and their efficiency and their operation their operations and their care factor than anything else. 
Yeah, is it is it a law? Do you have to legally check in? Uh, I think it... it's all part of this COVID. It's part of the COVID safe Plan. stuff that plans yeah. that businesses have to do, and it helps with contract tracing. And you know, at at the moment, yeah, cool. That's um, I'm sure so, everyone everyone so bottom, is happy to do it. So, bottom line is, the business has has to have it there, whether you do it or not. Sort of up to you. Well, I haven't. There are some businesses where they will ask to show where you've signed in, so it'll actually say on the app, "Don't close this and show it to the lady at the counter." So some of them are doing that, yeah. but ultimately, it's very much an honour program. I would yeah. suggest in the vast majority of cases. Yeah, when I went to the pub the other week, you had to check in before coming. Because you walk in and they come to you and you've got to do that and then they'll take you to your seat. And even Lush, they're very strict. Like they have, yeah. like they can only allow a certain amount of people in the shop. So you, you know, you're yeah. out there lining up like you're going to get into a nightclub. And yeah. You, yeah, you you have to sanitize. You have to sanitize. <laughs> I refuse to. I'm like, people have been touching that all day. Oh, but it sanitizes off. I'm like. So she walked me over. <laughs> so she walked me over, and, and I washed my hands in the sink. Yeah, yeah. In the arse. Yeah, it's interesting. Probably the only. It's interesting you mentioned Lush because um, Apple stores are probably the only place in Queensland where you have to wear a mask. You can't yeah. cannot get into an Apple store without a mask, and I just think that's that's such a load of crap. But um, it, it's just. <laughs> It is such an... Inter- I mean, it's still a very interesting scenario. I mean, I saw something on Twitter today. Someone in the States had done this whole scenario of what's happening in Australia. You know, what's what's happening in countries that have COVID under control? And, um, and so, of course, they've interviewed a lot of Australians. And one of the wankers up from up here in Queensland that was interviewed, and I'll call him a wanker, because he says... <laughs> If people were to think back this time last year and this time this year, they would not notice a lot different. And, you know, in some ways, okay, that may be the case, but we still have crosses and dots and everything that we've got to stand on. We've still got to line up outside the fucking Apple store and put on our mask. You know, there are there are still, like, we um, were in the, in the city last year Saturday night, we're walking past the casino. There's a line up there with the security dudes. And I'm thinking, oh, there's a line up. There must be a limit on how many people get into the casino. No, there's no fucking limit. They're just doing the apps. So the security oh. guards are not letting them in until they've done their, their COVID app. So um, to that wanker, whoever it was that replied to that particular survey, we weren't doing that last year. No. Sir. With all due yeah. respect, so there is a big difference still in what we're doing now. Yes, we have more freedom than other states and other countries, but they're still in positions on what it is that we do. Yeah, like I was taught, because we're back back to obviously full-time work, which means we've had to park. Like our car park's changed this year. Our crew rooms changed, but that's all. Our crew rooms changed it tomorrow, but our car park went 
back this week, which means for us in Melbourne, we park in the car park and then we get a bus over to the airport. Yeah. So every and you know, there's people back back at work that haven't been here since March, so it's it's good to see. But I was talking to one flight attendant today, and he was doing a Perth return out of Melbourne. Yeah. And he was and he was telling me he did it the other day as well, and he said disembarking is so slow, like especially like on a if you're on a three thirty anyway that hold is it over two three hundred people or something even a a seven three seven holds one hundred six yeah. hundred eighty or something. But he was saying they had to disembark fifty people at a time. Yeah. Take, you know, so we're not doing the same as what we were last year. <laughs> when you land, when you land on a plane, the first thing you want to do is get the fuck off it, right? So that yeah. would be so frustrating for people that are sitting there waiting to get off and they're saying, no, we've got to do it by rows. That's the yeah. COVID safe plan. I, I just, I, I, you know, the interesting thing, um, Bales, is that, um, you know, whenever you look at the stats, I mean, the worst case scenario still with COVID is that we have a, you know, and just using the world general stats, I think it's 2%. 2% of people die, 98% of people recover. So yeah. we've got a, 90, a virus that is 2% deadly. So now everyone's jumping up and down because we've suddenly got this vaccine. But guess what? The vaccine's only 95% effective. So when you think the virus itself is 2% deadly, at worst, I mean, some people will tell you it's a lot less deadly, but based on the the stats, and I I use a a site called World of Meters with that, so... It's probably two to three percent around the world um, that people die or get really critically sick. But then the vaccine's not going to improve that by a great deal at all because it's still only ninety-five percent effective. So the ones that were going to die are still going to be the ones that are going to die. Yeah. So so everyone's jumping up and down saying, "You beauty, we've got a vaccine," and the world's going to return back to normal the the reality like uh, yeah i mean it's horrible to see people die you know whether it's a car accident whether it's a lifetime of smoking whether it's covid whether it's the flu i mean the reality is that we're all going to die we don't get a get out of jail card in this thing called life when it's our turn to die it's our turn to die so so I still keep thinking about the fact that there is just... I, I don't understand. We're all excited about this vaccine that's only 95% effective. And you would have seen things like, um, you know, there, there was a meme going around that there was M&Ms, there was 100 M&Ms, and if three of them were deadly or poisonous, and would you still put your hand in and grab a handful? Um you know, so that's 3%. We've got a vaccine that's 95% effective, which means that it's 5% ineffective. So all of a sudden, the three M&Ms have become five M&Ms. Anyway, so I don't want to harp on about that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, I'm sort of sitting on the fence when it comes to the vaccines. I'm just watching everyone. you got the vac- you got the pro, then you've got the anti-vacciners. And yeah. Like, 
I don't know enough about them. You know, people say eight months too quick and the flu one took three years or, you know... All well, we don't have a vaccine for the flu. We've got a flu shot. Shot, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's not like like a vaccine. I, I, I suppose there's some sort of terminology that makes it different. But um, Cause yeah, I out, just... you know, if you want to travel overseas, you're going to have to have a vaccine. So, yeah, or jump on a plane. Yeah, that's what that's what um, Joycey's saying with Qantas. Yeah, you got to have a jab, and you're sitting there and thinking, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because I feel like that's something the public wants to hear that a vaccine is going to cure everything. That the vaccine's going to if if the vaccine's going to mean we're going to go back to normal. Yeah, I think we're going to be wearing masks on planes forever more. I I just don't ever see us returning to. I, I think the fear factor now within the within the general population, you know, I, I mentioned Japan to you, and yep. Japan is now such, I mean, the country has always been focused around if you're feeling sick, you wear a mask. It's, And I, and I think that sort of culture is now going to be everywhere yep. because of, of the fear factor around COVID. So... Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting space to 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 be living in. Hey, I, I know you've had your um your fair share of battles with social media, so yeah. so I don't know if you've heard this, but there's 48 states in America that are suing Facebook. Oh, yeah, what, it's what? an it's what they call an I think it's an antitrust case. So, meaning that what they're saying is that they've got too much dominance and whenever... I feel, I feel like the two states that aren't suing are Hawaii and Alaska. <laughs> that could possibly the, be the case. But they're saying that Facebook... Yeah, 48 states are suing Facebook for alleged antitrust abuses. So, so what they're saying is that Facebook has too much power... And that whenever they've had like a competitor, like an Instagram or what have you, they just buy them. So, <laughs> so yeah. they've ended up with this um, absolute monopoly, and uh, they're being sued. So oh, it'll be wow. interesting to see how that comes out. Yeah, that will be interesting. I caught up with a mate for dinner the other night, and he's he's only on Instagram. He's deactivated his Facebook after watching the Social Dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think more and more people are are actually um, uh, moving off from from Facebook, but because I found this thing quite interesting in respect also of what Twitter and Facebook are doing in respect of the election over there. So you can go onto Facebook and do what um, you know some of those more extreme people do in relation to say. You know, like a Pete Evans, for example. He can yeah. sprout whatever he wants to sprout around vaccines or, you know, global conspiracies, and he doesn't get um, uh, censored. He doesn't, you know, that information is left there by, you know, whether it's Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. But 
every single thing that Donald Trump says at the moment, regardless whether it says about election fraud or election integrity, it is censored. It is, it's got that disclaimer there. So he might be saying something about something else and he gets the disclaimer. Like, I just think... Um, I think it's a really scary place at the moment because even YouTube have come out today and said any videos from now on that talk about election fraud will be banned and those channels banned. So I just think that... I just think these social platforms are in this and we're going live to YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) But but one of the... I just think they've got too much power. And if they've got an ideology and a theory and, you know, they've got their beliefs and then they're going to silence every other belief, I'm, I'm not sure we're in a great place. Yeah. So it's been a weird year. Oh, it's been a absolute... Hey, do you, do you believe, seriously, do you believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes? I don't know enough about it, but you did say, like, two other... We did compare, because Obama didn't even get that much when he won. No, no, no. So, so I I did a bit of a um a snapshot. <laughs> <laughs> I and I've had a bit of time up my sleeve, and you know, fair enough. I, I think um I, I don't quite have the figures with me at the moment. It, see, I don't even believe Trump got seventy four million votes. So. You know, and so I think even that's a bit. My God, how did he get seventy-four million? I think he got sixty, um, sixty-eight million last year. So um, or last election. Last. Um, but yeah. yeah, so so he went up like six million votes, but the Democrat side went up like fucking twelve million votes. And when you think about it, it was only like in the 2000s that the winning elector, the, the winning number of votes for a, a president was about 40 million votes. And America's was pretty steady there from about 1990 till about 2012. And then all of a sudden it got a boost with Obama and then it got a boost with Trump. You know, with Trump. And then we're saying that Biden got 80 million votes. Can I tell you something interesting that happened to me in Facebook this week? Go for it. Now, you would trust me in in what I say or yeah. what I, you know, on on what I see, right? Yes. So, so the other day we had Trump on a live stream from the White House in relation to the COVID task force. So why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Millions of our nation's veterans deal with PTSD every day. VA's PTSD consultation program is easy to use and here to help you treat these veterans. 
Providers like you can access free consultation with expert clinicians, free continuing education, and free resources to help you assess and treat veterans. To learn more, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Operation, whatever they called it, for, to get the vaccines out. So I, uh, I, it was early in the morning, I woke up, Trump's on a live stream, I've checked it out. He had 16,000 viewers, right? 16,000. And then one of the comments that I saw, and like I wasn't on there for a long time, but one of the comments that I saw said, thank God Joe Biden is also live streaming on CNN, right? So I said, oh, that's interesting. They've got dueling fucking live streams here. The, <laughs> the, elect, the election's still going, I thought. So Trump's got 16,000 live viewers. I go over to the Joe Biden Facebook page. He's streaming on Facebook. He had 6,000 viewers. 6,000, I think it was about 5.9. 6,000 versus 16,000. So Trump's like whipping it. Like, and, you know, even if you were to take into account that 50% of people watching Trump are watching Trump so that they can pick him to bits. So it's like, so it's still eight thousand, right? Yeah. So even if you halved it, and then I, then I had my breakfast, went for my walk, did all that sort of shit, and then I thought, that just says everything to me. And so I went back to check my, you know, I, I screenshotted at that particular time, and then I went back and just double checked. And the funny thing was, right, I went back to the same live stream that was being replayed, right? You know how Facebook does the replay? Yeah. All of a sudden, Trump was down to 4,000 viewers. So at the same time that I saw, that the same time that I screenshotted at 15.9 or whatever. Yeah. And then I went to the Biden live stream and there was no live viewer numbers. None. So I thought, I thought, and, you know, this is me. This is my eyes seeing this, and I'm thinking, uh, that's there's something funny going on here. There is something funny going on here. But anyway, I just thought I'd share that. So, so I think social media and the platforms of social media are, are playing this game for keeps. I, 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 I think they've got a... Um, it's pretty clear they've got an agenda to me, but anyway, all good. Yeah, how's your back anyway? Hey, mate, it's it's good. I went to got another physio tomorrow, and I've been twice. And mate, it hurts like hell when you go to the physio, but he certainly done it. He loosened it up, so um, it's just yeah, it was just tight. Obviously, I'd heard it when I fell off the ladder. Yeah. And then um, all the muscles constricted around it, and then, but it's good. Like I went for a walk this morning. It's been good, so yeah. it's been awesome. Yeah, excellent awesome. to hear. So, what's on the agenda for you moving forward while Melbourne is still in masks? <laughs> well, I'm off to Canberra next week to yeah. record some to record some music, which is. Uh, which is very exciting because it's been one hell of a year and I haven't been up there since March. Yeah. 
So. How long are you there for? Three, three nights. Okay. So not recording much because um, it'll just be at night time, but better than nothing. And I just want to get up there. I want to get out of Melbourne and you never know when they're going to close again. So well, right. I, I think that's the thing, Maddie. And, um, you know, even... You know, even South Australia is a bit of a... Um, they're the bad boys at the moment, so... Um, Someone needs to be, though, it seems like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, Queensland's just about to, can I tell you? Anastasia is quite worried at the moment about the amount of people in quarantine who have COVID, overseas travellers coming back, etc., etc. They no longer have fresh air breaks. So if you've got COVID, if you've uh, tested positive for COVID, you're, you're in your motel room. That's it. No fresh air, no exercise breaks because of the severe risk that you're going to give COVID to some poor unsuspecting Queenslander. So why the fuck are we wearing masks then? If they've got COVID... <laughs> Let them out with a mask on. That that does it. That fucking cures it, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. You look at the American stats. I think the more you wear masks, the more the cases go up. So yeah, so... it's like and even Sweden. I mean, you know, I was talking about Sweden. All of a sudden, their deaths have gone up again. So you just sort of think, what the fuck is this thing? Because it just seems to have a mind of its own. So, you know, I thought Sweden was going all right. Cases were going through the roof. Um, they were still high, but their deaths were, were dwindling. And now all of a sudden their deaths have gone up again. So Yeah. Um, you just, yeah. But like I said, I feel like one state in Australia needs the spotlight. <laughs> Like, Go South Australia. Yeah, you know. So the thing is, the the whole point of you know what everyone's been working together towards this year is once the states are open, keep yeah. them open. Because you know Queensland, what what opened SA and then all of a sudden shut. I think you guys still might be shut to them. I don't know. No, no. We we sorry. We are at uh, December. No, sorry. We are open. So oh, okay. December, yeah, it was from December one that we reopened. But, but that is the the challenge that we face because what does it mean for us to close the borders again? Like, what what really surprised me when Queensland reopened to New South Wales and Vic? If I was New South Wales and Vic, I'd be saying stick it in your ass, Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> but our yeah. bookings went through the roof. All of a sudden, there was like record bookings in tourism. And and that's nice that people said, I can't wait to get to Queensland. I can't wait to get up there and see family. And, you know, yeah. so I understand that. But I just think that it won't take much for her to close the borders and that, again. And that's why I'm going up to camp to record. One, because I haven't been up there for so long. Obviously, I want to get up and record because, like I said, now, you know, I think I feel everyone, everyone, yeah. wants, everyone wants to get out of where they live at the moment yeah especially victorians to to be locked up for so long and to be locked up in your own state as well with like a five kilometer radius yeah that just you know like 
The Ring of Steel. Yeah, like if we could if we could roam around in our own state, it might not have felt as bad as it did. Yeah. But but we won't forget what he did and yeah, I just wanna get out every day off I can possibly just to, yeah, to re fall in love with Melbourne again because it's yeah. yeah. You know? So what have you it's got? It's gonna be up? It's going to be very interesting for Melbourne because I, I think even the tennis has been pushed back, hasn't it? So January is normally tennis in Melbourne with the Australian Open and there's people normally everywhere. In Federation Square, you get the big screen of the tennis and, you know, and I think it's been pushed back to February. So I'm not, I'm not sure about Boxing Day test either. Yeah. Have you, have you heard if that's going ahead? I don't I, think it is. Yeah, let's so let's look have, that up. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at how many people the sports venues can have now. I don't know if that's been announced. I know, you know, our weddings and there's a few other things that don't have a cap on anything anymore. Yeah. So the uh, it's uh, five hours ago. Boxing Day test. The age, let's see what it says. You may you have to sign up to the newspaper to read the article. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Cricket Australia, the MCG and Victorian Government are discussing the Boxing Day test. So it's still there, hosting a larger crowd as the state recorded, uh, and this is no December 9, so this is like yesterday. It's 40th COVID-free day. Uh, so the Boxing Day test is still there, so that's yeah. that's a positive. I think they're saying thirty-five thousand per day. Oh yeah. Stadium that's holds a stadium oh. holds a hundred, doesn't it? Yeah, hundred ninety ninety. Yeah. So they're saying currently the official capacity for all five days is twenty-five thousand. Divided in line. Oh. Yeah, so that's 5,000 a day. Can you imagine the Boxing Day test with 5,000 people? You'd have to pick the loudest yobbos that were going to get on the source all day just to agree. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. But they're trying to get 35,000 per day, which at least is something. Yeah, so. hopefully, hopefully the AFL comes back next year. Yeah, I, I think... Um, I think next year is going to be a huge year for the AFL if they if they can get Victorian games back. I mean, you guys love your footy, and and um, I think we'll see a whole season of sellouts next yeah. year if games are played in Victoria. I people have missed so. it that much. So, yeah. I mean, there were people who came to the grand final here in Queensland that quarantined for two weeks in Northern Territory. Territory, yeah, 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 to get to the grand final. So when you that that's how mad keen people are you know, for footy. Yeah. So, and then Queensland put on the entertainment that we did. Yeehaw! <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what have you got uh, over the next few weeks, Curly? Mate, to be honest, um, the Sharon finishes work just a couple of days off uh, off Chrissy. Well, she'll have like a week off or something, or t- just over, just under two weeks. So we've got a, a series of road trips that we're going to be doing. So yeah. we mapped them out. We're going to head up to Kingaroy of all places. Never been there. 
uh, Rainbow Beach, which is um, just off Fraser, Fraser Island, um, which is where all the bushy bushfires are at the minute. Um, we're going to head down to Yambar and head down to Nimbin. So a couple of um, day trips there. Yeah, nice. Christmas is going to be nice and quiet for, for us. What about you? What have you got planned for Chrissy? Well, as good as we are back to full time at work, we're still on a two-week roster. When usually yeah. it's, we get a month roster, which is pissing everyone off, but it is what it is. And tomorrow our roster comes out, so we're all going to be anxiously waiting tomorrow, and then I'll then I'll know my Christmas plans. So yeah, um, I'll go back home no matter what. I just don't know when until tomorrow. I'll look at my days and. You know, we're, we're going to do Christmas Day whenever I've got the day off to do it. If I yeah. don't have Christmas Day or around it off, like if, you know, if I have the 23rd off, that'll be Christmas Day for me. We'll do presents, we'll do the roast, and yeah. So, nah. So tomorrow's the big, the big reveal. Awesome. How is Karen, can I ask? Yeah, she's good. She's yeah. She's good. Um, the whole, I don't, like I said, I don't think it's sunk in yet that I was home and it was just so surreal and... Did it, did you fall into like a routine pretty quickly or was it just holy when I, shit? When I went home? Yeah. Uh, it was like holy shit, man. Oh, mum, so, just leave me alone. I'm doing this at the... <laughs> <laughs> no, like, as soon as I got out, I just, in the door, like, just fucking, just the tears just fucking flowed. Yeah. When I see mum and just gave her the biggest hug, and then same again for my sister, and then dad finished work at eleven thirty, and yeah, it was um, it was such a quick trip, and yeah, um, yeah, it was yeah, it was weird. It was like yeah. a movie. I'm like, what the like, you know? Because I think um, um, I, I think a lot of people are now starting to think about what's going to happen next year. And what are they going to try and get done? And the interesting thing is, I mean, you would have known this. I, I was going to write two books and run two marathons. Well, the marathons came through. The books, are, I've got two half books at the moment, so yeah. <laughs> not two full books. Um, so 2021 is really going to be a year where I, I think we've just got to kick some ass. and. Regardless whether whether it's still COVID affected, it will be. It's not like COVID's going to turn itself off on New Year's Day, and we're just about to go into winter in the state. So I I think they've got a world of pain in front of them, um, continuing a world of pain. But um, you know, it's going to be 2021. I don't think it's going to be too much different from 2020. I, I suppose. Our mindset and our approach is going to be different because we should be bloody used to this shit by now. Standing and on the dot, right. keeping the one point five, all that sort of stuff. You are right. We're gonna we're gonna have to fucking kick some ass because twenty twenty yep. kicked our ass. Twenty twenty kicked our ass. Yeah. You know, I was coming into this year like fucking full steam ahead. Like, yeah. You know, you know, I just started making a record last year, and I was fucking full steam ahead, and it's. You know, in the mind, and then all of a sudden everything got put on hold. So, you know, my mind slowed down. I'm like, well, there's not much I can do for this record. I've sort of done everything I wanted to do, and now 
now my mind's just fucking full steam ahead again. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm planning this. I'm asking this person to do this for me. I'm making sure this is going to be ready and this is ready and which is fucking yeah. awesome. Like, keeps me busy at home. Even you know when I'm at home doing nothing, I'm in the studio. I'm doing this. So, 2021, I think, will be everyone's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like all the things that were supposed to happen this year, I think will happen next year. And um, yeah, I'm hoping that everyone that sees 2021 are going to be stronger for the year that we've had this year. So you'd so. like you'd like to think that what we've gone through, we're still standing, we're still having a laugh, we're still swearing our heads off. So you know, Cur- we- Bailey and Curly, unfiltered, has hopefully helped some people get through this. Hope so, because it'll be really cool to look back on all these in like a year or two years' time. So, you know, when we first started it to, you know, fucking yeah. hearing, hearing all the progress, what Victoria and the world <laughs> went through. Has New Year's Eve been cancelled up in Queensland? Because I heard a rumour that Melbourne wasn't going to have fireworks. I don't know if that's true or where I've seen that or... I, I think I've read somewhere that... Sydney's not doing fireworks. Um, I've also oh. believed that Brisbane isn't having fireworks. And I think the official word was that it would be uh, too difficult to maintain social distancing. Now, mind you, you can get 50,000 at Suncorp Stadium for, for, the sta- for the state of origin where there is no such thing as social distancing at a full stadium. But um, we don't want to risk having, you know, 90,000 people down there at South Bank to, to watch the fireworks. You, you know, it's just hypocritical in so many ways still. But, you know, I, I guess they're navigating it as best as what they... They can be. I'll be a bit generous with that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like. As long as I can still have a couple of beers, and um, I'll be all sweet. So, yeah, that'll be it. So, Bales, your big trip for the week, um, apart from obviously going to Adelaide. What would you try and get out every day? So, what are you doing when you get out every day in Melbourne? Mount Gambier, not Adelaide. Ma- just, just, just a correction there. Oh, okay, sorry. South Australia, it's all the same, isn't it? <laughs> so it's all the same. same people, Mount Gambier. I drove through Mount Gambier. It's funny because it's about 30 k's from the Victorian border. And, you know, some people, this is the fuck thing, some people actually live in Victoria, work in Mount Gambier. And yeah. Apparently when all this sort of started, people's cars were getting smashed through Victorian number plates on. Truly. Yeah, because they live in they live thirty minutes away from Mount Gambier and they they work they work yeah there. people you know, yeah driving in with Victorian plates yeah but yeah unbelievable Un- so so Mount Gambier so but apart from that what are you doing on a day to day basis to get out of the house you're no. hiking you're skateboarding you're drinking far too much wine. No, I haven't had any wine for a while. Just, um, <laughs> yeah, just hiking and just skateboarding. I've got, yeah. you know, I love skateboarding around. I usually leave about quarter to eight. Sunset. Yeah. It's, it's just so nice. Yeah. People are out, people are out walking and, um, yeah, it's, it's really nice. And hiking's good. I, I, you know, listen to a bit of an audio book. 
yeah the other the other week and that was really good and I went for a diff- different path and yeah no nah, it's, it's good to get out and I've been I've been in the backyard a lot lately as well doing some stuff doing some gardening and getting rid of some shit in the backyard so mate homebody Bailey homebody Bailey <laughs> yeah, I've had to adjust this year. Yeah. Well, let's hope, let's hope that everything continues the way that it's going, and that we can all get a good Chrissy in. Hey, I'm thinking we should try and maybe get our next podcast in around Christmas Day, maybe. I was going to catch say, up on Chrissy a Day, Christmas, Christmas special, and uh, we'll yeah. Like I said, I get my roster tomorrow, and then I'll let's see what your roster looks like, and for all those loose souls or empty souls or lonely souls that are sitting out there on Christmas Day or around that time that want to get some festive fucking Christmas cheer into them. Um, We'll have a couple of beers and celebrate oh sorry you'll drink your your wine or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and and we'll celebrate Christmas and 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 piss 2020 off hey. Sounds good. Bali, as always, pleasure. Pleasure, mate. All right. Well, I shall see you. Well, I'll hear from you anyway. Prior to our Christmas special, the Bailey and Curly unfiltered, the Christmas fucking special. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. As as we always say, review if you like us and if you don't. Leave a bad one and warn people about us. Whatever it is that you want to do, we're happy for you to do it. We'll see you. you. Like this, send it to someone you hate. Yes, absolutely. We shall see you next time. This is Bailey and Curly. We'll see you soon. Thank God that's over. If you didn't like it, leave a review to warn others or share it with people you want to annoy. If you did like it, I'm sorry, you cannot be helped, so you may as well leave a good review. I guess the boys will appreciate it. As Curly would say, don't be an asshole. Hopefully, I won't see you next time. Goodbye. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful, that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.